0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Witching. My name is Shay, and I'm here with my co-host, Julia. Hello! <laughs> and today... We're going to be reading some more spooky stories because today is Halloween. Woo! Halloween. Spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be reading some stories from a specific author. Um, her name is S.E. Sorry, Schlosser. Schlosser. Um, she has some really cool, uh, scary stories, uh, I guess, that she collects all around from the U.S. Um, but specifically, I think we're going to be reading some, like, uh, I don't know if they're specifically New England. I think most of them are, but maybe some mm-hmm. from uh, other states. But yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. So the first story that I'm going to read is called Jack Lantern, and this one's actually an excerpt from the Spooky Maryland book. Oh, so cool. I will just get started. Um, after a long day of unlucky hunting, I found myself stuck in the middle of the marshlands for the night without a flashlight or a lantern to guide my stumbling steps. So I settled beside a fallen log to rest until daylight. As I tossed and turned, I recalled the story my great uncle told me about a ghost that haunted the marshlands. That doesn't really seem like a great idea when you're like sleeping outside and you're like thinking about yeah. a scary, like you're just kind of freaking yourself out. But whatever, like not something I would
0: do. Yeah, but. <laughs> absolutely not.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, there was once a man named Jack who was a nasty fellow. He beat his wife and kids and was all around a bad chap. Um, <laughs> that's awful. I would definitely say he was a bad chap. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Jack got worse and worse as the years rolled by, but finally Jack's body got so wore out that he died. He went up to heaven, but St. Peter refused to let such a wretched fellow in. Then he went to hell, but the devil barred the door as soon as he saw Jack coming and wouldn't let him in either. Go away and don't come back, the devil told Jack. How am I supposed to get back in the dark, Jack grumbled. Give me a lantern. So the devil threw a chunk of molten fire out to Jack, who took it for... (laughs) who <laughs> took it for his lantern and went back to earth where he wanders forever through the swamps and marshlands of the earth a bitter spirit whose only delight was in the was in the luring was in luring the unwary to their doom with his lamp what
0: <laughs> so this guy was shot out of heaven rejected from satan yeah that's how bad And, yeah, because he beats fucking children. Exactly. And and then given one flaming coal. Yep. And put in a pumpkin. No, a lantern. Yeah. And his name is Jack, so that's why we say jack a lantern
1: Yes. I think that that, that's pretty close, actually, to the actual folktale I think.
0: I think so too and you yeah. want to know something when I was researching Will of a Wisp mm-hmm. this story came up yeah I think I remember you saying that yeah that's, that's interesting a, that is interesting because he leaves people uh, weary you know whatever it said uh, to their deaths or something right or weary yeah. people he to leads them doom. astray in the woods yeah <laughs> Oh to their doom mm-hmm. yeah that's that's bad also okay. um that yeah that's essentially what uh that's essentially what the will of a wisp did yeah. Uh, also set things on fire for no reason. Oh. <laughs> yeah, remember like if you saw like yeah. a burning cabin in the middle of the highlands you knew that it was um the will of the wisp What a wisp? But what else? Yeah. What are, what were their other names? They they had like another cute Oh, they names. had a
1: bunch of Yeah, they had a bunch of cute names for things. I don't yeah. understand why. <laughs> yeah, they
0: they they have a bunch of like right, cute I- names that have like and then they're like terrifying creatures. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Let me go back to the story. So at this juncture in my musings, I happened to look out over the marshes and noticed a blinking light in the fog. Is that you, jack-o'-lantern? I called jovially. Jack. Jack. Jack, Jack, a voice whispered back. It was seriously I was seriously spooked. I clutched my gun to my chest. The hairs on my arms standing on, ed, on end. Had that been an echo of my voice or was something someone out there with me? Who's there? I shouted, trying to sound brave and menacing. I waved my gun around. Show yourself at once. Jack, 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 the voice hissed from a completely different section of the swamp. (laughs) A light blinked on and off then, on and off again. Shudders ran up my spine at the sound of that ghastly voice coming from nowhere. I huddled up against the log, wanting something firm at my back. Suddenly, the story of the jack-o'-lantern didn't seem so funny. My heart was pounding so hard it made my chest hurt. I strained my ears in the silence that fell over the swamp. Jack, 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 the voice hissed from somewhere to my left this time. The light blinked on and off, on and off. I counted 10 heartbeats this time before it went off again. The voice sounded closer. I held very still, my instinct screaming at me to hold my breath and not move until the menace had passed. The voice came again, far off to the right. Jack, 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 it hissed. The light came on, off, on, off. It's moving away, I thought, relaxing just a bit, feeling safer. There was a long, long, long silence. Nothing stirred, not the wind in the not the wind in the grass, not the frogs or turtles in the water, not the crickets or night insects. Jack, 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 the voice hissed softly right into my ear. I looked up into the glowing red eyes and twisted face of the jack-o'-lantern. I screamed and lashed out at it with my gun. I ran a few steps, tripped, and fell over, knocking my head on on a sharp stone. For a moment, I saw stars and I felt blood pouring from my scalp. But the jack o' lantern was right behind me. I had to get away. I rolled and fell into a deep pool. I plunged underneath the water, flailing desperately against my rope like against rope like grasses that tried to keep me down. My head finally burst out of the water and I gasped desperately for air, treading water as best I could with my trembling limbs and aching head. I heard the creature laugh in the mist. Jack, 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 the voice hissed delightedly and the light blinked on and off on right over my head, blinding my gate sorry, blinding my dazed eyes as horror flowed through me and froze my limbs so I could no longer swim. For a moment, the grotesque face and eyes of the jack-o'-lantern loomed out of the mist before my petrified gaze. My head started to swim with pain from my bleeding skull. The evil face above me, lit by its bright light, Whirled around and around, growing dimmer as my eyes started to glaze. I was vaguely aware that I should keep swimming, keep trying to make my way to the edge of the pool, but the effort was too much for my suddenly heavy limbs. I barely noticed myself plunging down and down into the watery depths of the pool, too stunned by my injury to fight my way to the surface for a second time. Then there was only darkness and silence and a voice hissing in cold triumph. "Jack." The end. That's so spooky. That was good. That was good. Damn, S.E. Schlosser. Yeah. <laughs>
0: also, what the fuck, Maryland? Yeah, right? Who would have thought? I know. That's something that was I good. expect from Massachusetts.
1: Yeah. That was good, though, because it was like a play on the actual folktale.
0: You know? Yes, yes. That was good. I love that yeah okay your turn all right so i'm going to read a story also obviously from essie schlosser called black magic this one is derived from massachusetts folklore okay let's do it let us begin (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) Mad Henry was a hermit who lived alone in a decrepit mansion at the edge of town. Rumors were rife about the wide-eyed man. Some folks, sorry, I'm just picturing, like, <laughs> some man <laughs> with, like, super wide eyes walking around. <laughs> um, Some folks said that he was a magician who called upon the powers of darkness to wreak havoc upon his neighbors. Others called him a mad doctor who could restore life to foul corpses from the local cemetery. No respectable citizen in town had anything to do with Mad Henry. Then one year, a new family moved to town with a lovely daughter, Rachel, who caught Mad Henry's eye. Okay, yeah, because they're wide all the time. Yeah. (laughs) He showered the maiden with gifts, goblets of pure gold, necklaces of pearl, and a pot of daisies that never dropped a single petal. Despite the gifts, Rachel, or, okay, they spelled it Raquel, but I think they meant Rachel. Rachel fell in (laughs) love with another, Joffrey, a handsome young man just home from university. So he's smart. (laughs) <laughs> a week after meeting, they eloped, leaving behind a stunned, mad Henry. When oh. Rachel and Joffrey returned from the elopement, they threw a big ball and invited everyone in town. While Rachel was waltzing with her father, she heard a clap of thunder. Lightning flashed again and again. Suddenly the double doors blew open and a breeze whirled in, bringing with it the smell of dead, decaying things. Mad Henry loomed in the doorway, pupils gleaming red with anger. He was followed by the grotesque figures of the dead who came marching two by two into the room. Their eye sockets glowed with blue fire as they surrounded the room.
1: Two damn of the that's corpses. what happens when you I reject know. him I guess
0: <laughs> I also like that is very uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> like the yeah. White Walkers with like the yeah. blue eyes
1: yeah um, it definitely is
0: two of the corpses or like, <laughs>
1: <captured>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> what? I just also thought of like Pirates of the Caribbean like that part where the skeletons are walking underwater oh yeah I just thought of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) But there's no comedic relief here.
1: No. There's no one saying
0: pop it. (laughs) This is just pure terror. (laughs) Yeah. Um two of the corpses captured Joffrey and threw him down at the feet of their lord red eyes gleaming mad Henry drew a silver bladed knife and casually cut the bridegroom's throat from ear to ear (laughs) Rachel screamed and ran forward pushing through the foul stinking corpses of the dead and flung herself upon her dying husband kill us both she cried desperately Rachel (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) know (laughs) jeez but mad Henry Henry plucked the lass out of the pool of blood surrounding her dead husband and carried her into the thundering night behind him. The army of the dead turned from the grisly scene and followed their master. The sounds of thunder and lightning faded away as the alchemist and his dead companions disappeared into the dark night. What a show. (laughs) I know. This is wild. (laughs) I know. Uh, Joffrey's father and Rachel's father gathered a small mob and followed the evil hermit, intent upon saving Rachel. When they searched Mad Henry's house, they found it completely empty, or completely empty, save for a light which shone from a series of mysterious globes that bobbed near the ceiling of each room. Mad Henry had vanished. Search parties Mm. scoured the countryside for days, but turned up nothing. Joffrey was buried in the local cemetery and the dance hall was torn down. No one in town spoke about what had happened and no one dared imagine what had become of poor Rachel. A year to the day after the ball, a timid knock sounded upon the door of Rachel's parents' home. When her father opened it, he saw a gaunt gray figure on the stoop. Her eyes were dull with exhaustion and pain. It was Rachel. Her tongue has, had been cut out so she couldn't speak. But when she what? produced a knife from her tattered garments, the knife with the silver blade that they had last seen in the hands of Mad Henry, the gleam of satisfaction in Rachel's eyes told them that the streaks of blood that coated the knife were those of Mad Henry. That night, Rachel died in her sleep with a peaceful smile upon her ravaged face. The end.
1: What? whoa
0: okay so she got revenge
1: that's sad I that wish we sad. knew what had happened though
0: I know They like where was she that yeah. whole year probably uh, being held captive and then got her tongue sliced out because he was like you can't say shit about it but then she obviously killed him to get out and then yeah that's wild though
1: that's a good, good one. Story.
0: Oh, okay. poor Rachel Schlosser. So far, ten, 10 out, out 10. of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, poor Rachel. Yeah, but that I was kind of
1: dramatic when she was like, "Kill us both." But I okay, know, Rachel. But like, that didn't do anything. Like, obviously, he's doing this because of you. Why would he kill you? But then also, like, why would
0: he cut yeah. out your tongue? So, like, there's both things. <laughs> Maybe because, like, he didn't want her to say anything about what he was doing. Like, but then, like, you, everybody already saw you kill someone, like, right in front of every, like, you did it in front of everyone. (laughs) So it's not like you can't save yourself now from Rachel saying anything, you know? So, yeah, you're right. Also, I never
1: really understood the whole, like, cutting out someone's tongue to stop them from talking. Like... I mean, that doesn't really stop them from talking like you can still uh, like make noise. Like, yeah, you can't really like pronounce words the way that are supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. But like, it's not like you're making
0: them quiet because they still have their vocal cords. That's true. But now I'm thinking about how often I use my tongue in my mouth. And I do a lot. No one would understand what I was saying. If I didn't have my yeah, tongue. Yeah,
1: true. But you can still like scream. That's true. <laughs> Especially like if he was like Shh. to try to keep her quiet from like screaming and like drawing attention. Like that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. But we'd just be like. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just like that. <laughs> but where did they go? Remember, they went into the house and they weren't there. Yeah. And they just saw floating orbs.
1: Yeah, they must have went into another dimension or something. Yeah, because he was a magician.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so embarrassing. Why is that embarrassing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> why? It's just so funny. You know, like Okay, okay. This is why it's so embarrassing, but like also really funny to me. Because you have to think about the description. If he's wide-eyed okay so he's walking around town I just pictured this like stiff ass guy like really stiff walking around with like really wide eyes he sees this really like attractive girl he's like alright I'm gonna stalk the shit out of her and then he probably I don't know <laughs> just like and he's like a magician too like he's probably just like really weird mm-hmm. so and then he like hangs around like corpses all day I don't know. Yeah. It just makes me laugh. (laughs) Yeah, it's very
1: creepy. Creepy and like, it's like funny in a pathetic way.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. My term. Oh, right. This one is called The Face. And this one's from an excerpt from Spooky Indiana. So let's get started. The medical student toppled into love as soon as he set eyes on Sheila, the beautiful new transfer student. She had masses of long black hair and eyelashes so long they got tangled in her curls when she leaned over her desk. The medical student had a withdrawn nature, though not by inclination. He'd he'd learned the hard way that people avoided him when they heard about his insane father locked away in an asylum. But he had to overcome his... Is taciturn, 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 that's a weird word, nature, or risk losing Sheila to one of the other fellows that panted after her. So the medical student volunteered to tutor her, to tutor Sheila in one of her classes. After that, it was easy. Sheila toppled into love with the medical student as madly as he was in love with her. They went everywhere together, hardly bearing to part for classes. A medical student lived in a bubble of joy until the day he saw Sheila speaking to a good-looking fellow who lived in the same dorm. They were laughing together over something one of their professors had said in the history class, and a shaft of sheer jealousy pierced the medical student's gut. How dare she laugh with another man? He confronted Sheila with her her perceived trespass, and she stared at him incredulously. You're crazy, she said. He winced, (gasps) reminded him—he winced, reminded— um, reminding him of his father, and shouted insults at Sheila until she stalked off in rage. They made up over dinner, and things were fine for a while. Until the medical student saw Sheila borrow a pen from a handsome blonde fellow at the library, that set him off again. They hissed angry words at each other until the librarian kicked them out. The medical student huddled on the narrow huddled on the narrow bed in his dorm room until black anger gave way to common sense. He called Sheila and apologized. She accepted his apology and they were back together. The medical student was scheduled to take Sheila to a local dance on Friday, so he rushed back to the dorm to dress in his best. As he turned to leave, the medical student noticed that a scalpel had fallen out of his medical bag and lay haphazardly on his desk. He thrust it carelessly carelessly inside the bag and went to pick up his girlfriend and escort her to the dance. The couple had a fabulous evening, dancing and drinking and eating. They left the party around midnight and walked hand in hand back to his dorm for a nightcap. When they reached the entryway, Sheila veered off for a moment to ask a red-haired fellow from one of her art classes about an assignment that was due the next day. The medical student was instantly filled with gut-gnawing jealousy. When Sheila rejoined him, he hustled her upstairs to his room and shouted, "You flirt with every man you meet, you tramp!" "You're crazy," oh. Sheila shouted, oh. Oh. "stark raving mad." The boyfriend saw red. "Don't call me mad," he said, his hand groping for the loose scalpel in his medical bag on the desk. <gasps> when the mist cleared from his eyes, Sheila lay flat dead on his, at his feet, her throat cut from ear to ear. Oh my the God. whole room was covered with red gore and her, her masses of black red hair, or black hair. In a pool of streaming blood. Stop
0: cutting throats, guys. I
1: know. The medical student's brain went into overdrive, hide the body, clean up the blood, invent an alibi. But first, he stared at the dead girl he had loved so much. Then he knelt beside the body and slowly cut off her face.
0: Oh, my God. He
1: wrapped the face carefully in a plastic before putting it in his desk drawer. Stop it. Then he cleaned up the blood and hid the body in a tunnel nearing the laundry room. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> You know, I'm just thinking, like we're reading this scary story, right? But yeah. I'm like laughing, and you're laughing <laughs> through it, <gasps> and like I bet the people listening are like, they're not scared because we just keep
0: laughing. I'm sorry, it's the only way I'm not going to be scared. Like, we'll be it's scared. It's the only way this. I can cope. Yeah, sorry. All right. Anyway, do you guys really want to be scared? All right,
1: I'll try not to laugh. Maybe they do.
0: Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, okay, shh. <laughs> the next morning, the medical student told his roommate Sheila had broken up with him and gone home in a snit without fi- finishing her classes. Why the, ex- <laughs> the roommate accepted the story without question and didn't appear to notice the way the medical student peered obsessively inside his desk drawer. The medical student finally tore himself away. She- Wait. The medical student finally tore himself away. Sheila's face. F- oh, finally tore himself away from sheila's face to attend his 11 o'clock class when he turned returned at lunchtime he found his roommate leaning out of the open window looking ill i think i have the flu i'd best run to the pharmacy and pick up something for it the roommate said when he came in want me to take a look the medical student asked reaching for his bag the roommate turned white no thank you don't bother he gasped practically running from the room the medical student shrugged in exasperation, peered into the drawer at Sheila's face, and settled down to work on a paper he had due next week. Downstairs, his roommate was on the phone with the police. The medical student went ballistic when the police came with a warrant to arrest him. They manhandled him out of his car with the grim, while a grim-faced officer took a look in the desk drawer. When he saw the dead girl's face, the officer swore violently and vomited on the floor. The medical student was placed in the asylum with his father, who was locked away in a padded room next door. Every day, while his enraged father tried to kill his attendants, the bereft boy wept and stared out the window, seeing Sheila's lovely face in the branches of a nearby tree. The face seemed to sway to the rhythm of his father's fist as his insane parent pounded and pounded at the walls. Back in the dorm, the ghost of a young girl in a bloodstained dress still floats along the hallways, searching for her face. <sighs> the end. What state was this? Uh, Indiana.
0: Scary Indiana.
1: That's a good one. That is. I like the ghost bit. Yeah. At the end. People
0: need to stop slitting throats. Yeah, and cutting off faces. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I love how the roommate was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I okay. know. Uh, let's, that checks out.
1: <laughs> right? Oh, my God. do you, I think we have time for one more. Do you want to read one more? Sure. Um, you could try the Bloody Mary one. That
0: one's pretty short. Oh, yeah. I did see that one. Um, yes, let's do that. <clears throat> cool. Wait, it's Bloody Mary Wales or Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary, right? Just the normal one, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this one is titled, like Julie said, Bloody Mary, and this one is excerpt, excerpted, uh or excerpted, um, excerpted. You know what I'm saying? From
1: I just usually
0: say it's an
1: excerpt from because I can't say that word, excerpted. Exp- <sighs> Excerpt.
0: Yeah, exactly. An excerpt from (laughs) Spooky Pennsylvania, also by S. E. Schlosser. Okay. She lived deep in the forest in a tiny cottage and sold herbal remedies for a living. Folks, lived in the town nearby called or folks living in the town nearby called her bloody mary and said she was a witch none Mm. dared cross the old crone for fear that her cows would go or fear that their cows would go dry their food stores rot away before winter their children take sick of fever or any number of terrible things that an angry witch could do to her neighbors then the little girls in the village began to disappear One by one, no one could find out where they had gone. Grief-stricken families searched the woods, the local buildings, and all the houses and barns, but there was no sign of the missing girls. A few brave souls even went to Bloody Mary's home in the woods to see if the witch had taken the girls, but she denied any knowledge of the disappearances. Still, it was noted that her haggard appearance had changed. She looked younger, more attractive. What does this sound like?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The neighbors were suspicious, but they could find no proof that the witch had taken their young ones. Then came the night when the daughter of the miller rose from her bed, or when the daughter of the miller rose from her bed and walked outside, following an enchanted sound no one else could hear. What does this sound like? This yeah. sounds like Disney's original motion <laughs> picture. Host, focus, focus. <laughs> the Miller's yeah. wife had a toothache. It was sitting up in the kitchen, treating the tooth with an herbal remedy. When her daughter left the house, she screamed for her husband and followed the girl out of the door. The miller came running in his nightshirt. Together, they tried to restrain the girl, but she kept breaking away from them and heading out of town. Desperate cries of the miller and his wife woke the neighbors. How? How do you not restrain a little girl? Sorry, okay. I don't know. They can't I, get it. I don't want it. <laughs> They came to assist the frantic couple. Suddenly, a sharp-eyed farmer gave a shout and pointed towards strange, a strange light at the edge of the woods. A few townsmen followed him out into the field and saw Bloody Mary standing beside a large oak tree, holding a magic wand that she pointed towards the miller's house. She was glowing with an unearthly... Earthly, uh, Sorry, unearthly light, as she <laughs> set her evil evil spell upon the miller's daughter. Townsmen grabbed their guns and their pitchforks and ran towards the witch. When she heard the commotion, Bloody Mary broke off her spell and fled back into the woods. The far-sighted farmer had loaded his gun with silver bullets in case the witch ever came after his daughter. Now he took aim and shot at her. The bullet hit Bloody Mary in the hip, and she fell to the ground. The angry townsmen leapt upon her and carried her back into the field, where they built a huge bonfire and burned her at the stake. As she burned, Bloody Mary screamed a curse at the villagers. If anyone mentioned her name aloud before a mirror, she would send her spirit to revenge herself upon upon them for her terrible death. When she was dead, the villagers went to the house in the wood and found the unmarked graves of the little girls the evil witch had murdered. She had used their blood to make her young again. From that day to this, anyone foolish enough to chant Bloody Mary's name three times before a darkened mirror will summon the vengeful spirit of the witch. It is said that she will tear their bodies to pieces and rip their souls from their mutilated bodies. The souls of these unfortunate ones will burn in torment as Bloody Mary once was burned, and they will be trapped forever in the mirror. The end.
1: Whoa. Okay, I really like that one because it's like a combination of three different folktales. Yeah. Like, there's the witch from, like, just like a normal witch who, like, kidnaps babies and to make herself young. That's, like, been seen over and over again in a lot of different movies and stuff. And then there's Bloody Mary, which is a totally different folktale, but they, like, combined it with this one. And then just, like, the normal, like... Salem witch who gets burned at the stake.
0: <laughs> right. I like also that. But it may all make sense. It says now I'm curious. It says old man Wales Whale- kills his daughter Mary and her spirit returns to avenge the murder. Maybe the bloody Mary Wales, the other one that was listed is mm. like another type like yeah. another version or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, another version of what Bloody Mary is, probably. Have you ever
0: done this in the mirror? No. I'm too scared. (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) I'm too superstitious. I I did it at a sleepover once. I think Uh I was in, like, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I freaked out with my friends because I was like, let's just all do it together and see what happens. And we all went into the bathroom. And I was the last one in there, so I locked the door. And no, no one knew and we turned off the light and then I was like okay one person say Bloody Mary and then another person and then everybody was like okay we shouldn't do it no one say the third one and then I said Bloody Mary <laughs> the third one and then they all screamed and then no. like the door was locked so they all freaked out because they were like the door is locked because <laughs> they were all like freaking out they didn't think to like unlock it quick you know. It, yeah. was, it was so freaky it was funny though oh my god I could never I would like piss my
1: pants I'm so
0: sorry Sophia Michelle I was not a
1: sleepover once when I was little where the other girls did it but I did not go in the bathroom I was like hell no Julia smart
0: <laughs> I was like absolutely not I am not getting murdered tonight okay so you won't do that but you'll fall for a Fey trap not on
1: purpose <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would, that would
1: only happen because I'd be like, "Oh, look at the, like, fern leaving in the wind. Or look at like, this so nice cute. mushroom
0: circle. It's yeah, so perfect. It's,
1: <laughs> I love it. Let me take a picture. And then i get swooped up. And I'd be like, shit, I'm such an idiot. God damn it. I would never do that on purpose.
0: Okay, true. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can you hear that outside? No. Oh, okay, good. There's like landscaping going on out there.
0: No, I can't. But it might come up, but it's anyway. fine. We'll edit it okay. out. Okay.
1: All right, guys. Well, that was great. Uh, we got four spooky stories under our belt. Um, let us know if you like this um, spooky story format we've been doing a couple times. We kind of like taking a little break from the research and just reading stories so um, if there's any stories you want to hear us read let us know or any suggestions or anything send us an email at thewitching.podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you at the next episode of The Witching and happy Halloween